Hey guys, I'm back. And so today is Sunday, February 21st, 2021. I actually wasn't going to do um, a podcast today because I was like, hmm, Sunday, let me just take the day off. Want to? I'm not obligated to do anything in particular. So I have a post on my Facebook timeline um, and I put up that I couldn't pass this one up. It's from a Black Lives Matter um, private group that I'm in. And it's a picture. It says, when Rush Limbaugh dies during Black History Month. And it has a picture of Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, and Malcolm X smiling. And, of course, a lot of people have laughed at this. And they put up uh, old gifts that say, oh, well. And so um, I have a lot of great friends on Facebook that we debate. And I also want to, um, you know, just help people understand that I'm not here to invade your privacy. I'm just here to share the conversations that we have. So I am not going to use people's names unless I feel that you like are a public figure. So the people that I've named in my podcast in the past, I consider them more so like public figures. So when I mention uh, Michelle and the Clark family in Atlanta, and then I mentioned Double Dutch Aerobics, it's because I'm really trying to show love. And whenever I say your name or your business name on my podcast, it's because I have a marketing background. And so I understand the importance of my podcasts are not popular at all. Nobody listens to them. I promise you, I see the analytics. (laughs) But if ever in the future that um, my podcast, you know, gain traction, Um, I'm naming you and listing your name because I'm showing you love. So I just want to clarify that for anybody moving forward as to what my motivations are, what my um, intentions are. So I am not going to name names, but I did get someone on that post that says, what is that supposed to mean? And my um, response was, I am not a fan of Rush Limbaugh. That should be obvious, but don't make more of it than what it was. This man was hated because he spread hate. I won't make an apology about never liking him and not feeling sad that he's passed away. If you feel bad about his death, then I'm not trying to hurt you behind it. But I'm not sure what you want me to say or how you want me to feel about openly stating that I personally can't stand this man. I wouldn't have spit on him if he was on fire. That's the honest to God truth. And she responded, I didn't ask like what your opinion was. I'm asking what does Martin Luther King and Black History Month have to do with him passing? Like, what's the funny joke? Um, And then she also says, I know him, but everybody talks about unity and everybody coming together, but making fun of somebody dying. I don't feel is unity at the end of the day and I said I understand that mama I hate when you feel some kind of way because I care about you in all caps he's gone and he's fine our fodder means nothing I won't apologize for disliking him with every fiber of my being but I'm not one to make light of somebody dying either I have to declare I'm not perfect and I can't always be in kumbaya mode as much as I would love to be. And so um, I actually didn't get her second me- message until recently. And I was like, 
couple hours, a few hours ago. And I said, oh, I'm just now seeing this part of your comment. Well, it's the irony that a man who used, used his time on earth to spread hate about black people would die during the month when the whole country is dot, 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 celebrating black people. That is not necessarily funny. It's ironic. So I, I actually came back to finish answering her question because I feel it's important to complete out conversations. So I have other people who have chimed in and that was one complete post. So that was her, what is this ad supposed to mean? And that were all the comments that us going back and forth were on her comment string. So now this is a new comment under that same post. And it says, this is funny. I've noticed white people love to weaponize unity against minority populations when they find our reactions offensive to their privilege. It's like, how dare we have the audacity to not respect the life of this white man who actively sought to perpetuate white supremacy? Never, never mind the fact white, white supremacy literally kills us. And my response was the care. Uh, I cared about that uh, response. This is actually a, a post I made a, a few days ago, but recently people have just, because I, I kind of came back and I made a response to, um, I put a million percent at first as my gift, but then I came back because it was coming back on my notifications. So I came back to it and I went, I put up, um, what's this dude's name? He's clapping. It's the guy from um, Leonardo DiCaprio, the gift of Leonardo DiCaprio clapping like a standing ovation. And so, um, and then I put Obama dropping the mic. I put a second gift. So now the person I was I had initially who had initially been the only person to make a comment comes onto this comment string and she says to now the second person who's making a comment on the comment string she says funny to refer to me as white people if I ever said black people I would be racist come on I have a small family but have more black people in Puerto Rican than wait I have a small family but have more black people in Puerto Rican than white my father was white but regardless, if I like Rush or not, just stating that if I took a pic of somebody who passed that was African-American and said something like this, I would be a full-blown race. I believe in unity and everyone coming together. Don't you see that the politicians are literally trying to keep us all against each other to keep us busy and not see what they're actually doing? Republican or Democrat, they're all pieces of shit. And I see this talking point a lot and I have to... Uh, kind of interject my own perspective about it because, um, you know, I have the privilege of speaking to a lot of different people and a lot of white people aren't all white. I, I know this through and through because I even know people in my own family that have very white looking features, but they're completely black. My father's side of the family uh, is actually, um, we're Belizean, but they literally have blonde hair, blue eyes and completely yellow skin, but they have completely um, black hair. So they don't have uh, straight hair they have kinky hair and so uh, we are a unique blend and we're not albinos they're not albinos they just have very um, odd features um, for black people of extremely light skin and extremely light colored eyes and extremely light colored hair but they're completely black so anyway so now this person who uh, uh, this is her comment string she says just no I refer to white people not specifically you. The shoes just so happen to fit you. You 
you are not the first, only, or last person my statement applies to. It's funny how you clearly, in all claps, lack an understanding of what racism is and how it's a construct that has heavily influenced your phenotype. You also lack an understanding of the significant exposure black people have to collective white ideology. I said what I said. Your rant is completely irrelevant and white leader and white lady, sorry, and white lady tears do not sway me. She said, girl, bye and put up a, like a waving hand signal. <laughs> somebody loved it. I don't, let's see who loved that. So somebody loved her comment. That was uh, a person I know. She loved her comment. And so, um, so now another person, a new person has come in and she says, also, might I add that saying white people isn't racist. You cannot be racist towards white people. They have never been oppressed. This girl acting like she's trying to experience oppression. And that whole, and that whole, but I have black friends or family also doesn't mean you aren't racist or completely uneducated. And so lots of gifts going on, clapping gifts. And so the original commentator put up a, a clapping gift of a woman saying yes. And so my original commenter, she's saying that, I guess I'll let my Jewish side know that the oppression they suffered during long. As for my black son and my black sister, you will never hear either one of them talk about they were oppressed because they were black, especially my sister. She understands she will have challenges in life, some because she is dark skinned and to some she is too light skinned. Wait, well, you know what I mean? Um, I'm reading it, but because she is too, she is dark skinned and to some she's too light skinned but she understands if she starts articulating the problem based on her race then the other side will have won she will not be utilizing things like affirmative action that's a whole nother story i'll be i hear this affirmative action reference a whole lot and it's so such a misperception and it's such a it's they're weaponizing affirmative action now you know and i'm, I'm gonna have a whole other podcast about that so utilizing, utilizing things like affirmative action either, she was raised to either earn it or not and to continue a strong faith in God. As we all know, at the end of the day, he makes the final decision. My mother was heavily ostracized by whites and blacks for being with a black man most of her life because she herself was not dark enough. Having people shooting guns in the air, driving through a small town in Georgia, having to hide in the truck so people did not see her, my mother has a very clear understanding of racism and being called a nigger, an end lover her whole life from co-workers and randoms. And as far as my son goes, he knows if there is a problem with the cops, he is to cooperate and he, and we will take legal action if necessary, but he is in no way to engage confrontation with them, whether they are right or wrong. You don't, you don't know what the WTF I've been through. So, been through at the correct you know if it doesn't read right so the so doesn't belong there sorry or my family so maybe because you have it like that doesn't mean the rest of us have it's obviously it's obvious you are trying to create a platform for you to run your mouth you don't have to do all that for some attention okay Um, so I chimed in because this is one of the things that I feel, um, that I didn't get from that other group, you know, that group of petty women who act nothing like sisters. So I would have expected that 
um, if and and I have to interject with this notion that I was in a group and you asked the group a question, and while we were giving our responses, you just the group admins decided that no no no, we we've decided. I was like, so why did you ask the question? Why didn't you talk amongst yourselves and make the decision instead of uh, the switch the bait and switch game you guys played with asking a question and then deciding doing an override and, and, and making a decision that was just the most horrible interaction I've ever had I never want to go through that again I had to delete those people off my page because I feel like for whatever reason you guys are confused about how you are are presenting yourselves um, I'm not part of that that whole mystery game that you guys are going through and I know you guys it's unbeknownst to you and I'm pretty sure I'm being vilified or or not spoken about like I'm, we're not gonna talk about her I don't care but I just want to point out the kinds of ways in which people don't realize that they negatively impact others. And so um, back to this comment stream, uh, I told all three of them. So I, I tagged all three of these ladies because they're all very unique. And I really adore their passion. And so I tagged all of them. I said, I care about all of you and want you to know that all three of you are very passionate ladies. What's most important is we show empathy toward each other. All of us have very unique That's what makes so special. I love Blank because she is a strong black voice and happens to be married to a white man. I adore how much she is still a loud and proud black woman. And I put the heart emoji. And I said, you, Blank, I talked about how much you are my favorite smiley face emoji because you speak your mind and your heart always. Now, Blank... You also have a special place in my heart because you've shown so much vulnerability to me. In, in, in parentheses, I said, you trusted me and I don't ever want to let you down. I hate seeing you guys argue. I was going to say nothing, but I'm hoping that maybe the three of you can realize, uh, the three of you can realize how much you have, have in common as opposed to highlighting your differences. I had to interject because I just don't want any of you to miss out on being able to possibly turn this conversation around. I'm all for a vigorous debate. You know this, exclamation, part, uh, exclamation mark. I wish you would have told me more of your story, Blank. I love hearing people's stories. I empathize with what your mother went through and know how difficult it is to be the mother of a black son. We've had different experiences, so we've drawn different conclusions. That's all. And so my first commentator, the younger one, uh, she says, I agree. It's just the fact that I hate when people t try to tell me what I've been through. I will debate all day when somebody tries to tell me what I've been through or what I have not been through. It really upsets me. Just like I would never tell somebody what they've been through. I have a very mixed family and although I'm not black, I don't think that I deserve to be treated as I'm a racist because I have a different way of thinking. I love my family. I don't even see color. I judge on character of the person. All I was saying was if I posted something that somebody didn't agree with and I responded with black folks, quote unquote, black girl, quote unquote, or black people, quote unquote, I would be 100% wrong, which I believe it is wrong. I believe uh, I am me, a woman. You are you, a woman as well. I'm not going to put you in a group. And so I have uh, <laughs> my former co-worker's husband. We've been recently 
um, talking a lot, and I really enjoy him. Actually, I enjoy his. Um, I enjoy his opposition because I believe that he thinks like me. He brings rationalizations as to why he thinks the way he does. So I can appreciate and respect that. And he's talking to the original uh, person from my first comment. He says, it's ignorance. Glad you spoke up and put your foot down. So that's why I bring these conversations to a podcast. Because what I was identifying was that people are actually going into comment strings and they're reading all the comments. And so it's almost like... um, you know, people are kind of uh, learning from other people's conversations. And that's what spawned this whole idea of conversations with Danette. And so my response to the both of them, because <laughs> I purposely chose not to get involved because I, I'm just, I don't have the energy for it. I, I've been exhausted from my last conversations. They do drain me emotionally. And I, I'm really sensitive and I'm very connected. I feel very connected to people. Uh, spiritually, and I feel like, you know, I don't think that people know that my stomach starts to hurt. And when my stomach starts to hurt, um, that's when I know that this is, I'm doing too much. That's what my husband tells me. He goes, you're doing too much on Facebook. Stop that shit. And I'm like, "Mm, I get you. (laughs) But for whatever reason, I don't know. I'm drawn to these things because I feel like it's important to, you know, it's important for people to understand the multiple perspectives. And a lot of the times when you don't bother, and I know it's about protecting yourself, but when you don't bother to even engage, it's like these people will never, ever know. They'll just go on, continue with their own ways of thinking and never get the opportunity to maybe learn something else. But of course, everybody's in their own perspective corners. People are so hard headed and so stubborn that they just refuse to listen to what people are saying to them because they want to assert their own narrative. And so this is my response to the two of them. Except I have my own opinions about not seeing color because we all see, and I put in all caps, we all see color. And there are certain cultural sensibilities that you could never get because being black is a whole completely different experience than what you could ever imagine. It's not something you'd ever understand because you really haven't walked in the shoes of a black person. Also, your frame of references are just disconnected when we observe how you believe that's to be expected though there are just some things you could never explain to someone who just hasn't had those same kinds of experiences we speak out we explain our stories but it falls but it all falls on deaf ears i feel it's a lack of trust on the part of the people on the outside looking in it's as if you want to delegitimize what people within the black culture are saying to you to override that with your own perspective on an experience you know nothing about. I said that goes for you too, my ex coworker, I mean, my former coworker's uh, current husband. You just don't get it. I can read your responses and see clearly that you don't get it. There's nothing I can do to get you to just trust the people who are telling you of their experience are being honest and transparent. We live knowing that just because people are black adjacent doesn't mean they can't be racist. And in parentheses, I said, and racism, racism can't go in the reverse. Semicolon. That's a whole other conversation. End of the um, whatever those things are. <laughs> it says, do you know how insulting it is to refer to affirmative action as if it were put in place to put unqualified blacks in places they didn't deserve to be in? 
It was created so blacks weren't kept out due to good old boys' laws, even when they were just as qualified. That's a completely different context than how you understand it. Do you know how egregious a misperception that is in and of itself? But neither of you ever want to hear that from people just being transparent. That is the evidence of, of your, and I put in parentheses, both of you disconnect about what affirmative action even is. And it goes to further hurt black people by having those types of perceptions. It's just appalling to hear, but I can only share so much and try to explain those things to either one of you when all you want to do is push your perspective instead of being willing to actually learn why we are saying what we are saying. I don't agree with you. I see the flaw in how you just don't understand. I, but I have to pick my battles though. I hope one day both of you will trust me or anyone else when they are trying to help you understand what it all actually means. And so, um, you know, uh, that was a long conversation. I feel it's extremely important for us to um, have these kinds of conversations because maybe, and all I can expect is to plant a seed. I don't expect people to just suddenly change their perspective and oh, all of a sudden I'm right and you're wrong because that's an ego trip. I'm not here for an ego trip. I'm here to kind of get you to realize that, you know, it's funny how people don't realize that they are being inundated with with certain a certain type of an agenda conversation or a certain kind of a a perspective uh it's just being kind of they're they're um what you call it they're ingratiated they're so in, immersed in it they can't see outside of it and that's what i see happening on the left and on the right that people don't realize that you're you really are uh falling for the narrative that they're trying to push toward you just like all the other conspiracies of this great united states when they click, they killed the, the President Kennedy, they assassinated Martin Luther King, they assassinated uh, Malcolm X. We all knew this, but they denied it. Even Emmett Till. All these things because they don't want to, they don't want people to actually see the real picture. It's like the real picture is that they hate us. So they did everything in their powers, including within the laws, to keep us from gaining any type of ground in this nation. And all of these perceptions of uh, affirmative action are part of that whole agenda to keep blacks as a, sec as a part of the second class society within this nation. And for those who are kind of backing this narrative, you are complicit. And so unfortunately, and I understand it's unbeknownst to you, but you are complicit in this whole conspiracy against black people. And so until you recognize that, which I was so excited about uh, that group of petty women who act nothing like sisters, because they were actually pushing that forward thinking agenda. And they were talking about how they wanted to be um, advocates. But they, I don't I, I think so. I'm going to go to this last comment and then the uh, this recording will be 10. And I have another uh, girl. Um, who was, she was a part of the other conversation, but she started her own comment string as well. She said, screw Rush Limbaugh. The world is better off without people like him. I don't care what sort of crap I might get for saying this, but the man was full of hatred and didn't deserve to be here. And I said, I put that gif up of um, Leonardo DiCaprio clapping. 
So that is that full comment string. I feel like this is a very important kind of a conversation to have. I hope that I can spark conversations. I am going to um, maybe put this on my, I guess I could put this on my, um, on my conversations with the net pod, uh, group page but I'll put the podcast I'll, I'll put I'll put the link on the um on the group page on Facebook and hopefully it can spark another vigorous conversation about uh, this particular incident of Rush Limbaugh dying and black people just not giving a fuck <laughs> to be 